Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I go walking after midnight out in the moonlight just like we used to do and I go walking after midnight searching for you coming to you from a closet in Tennessee my name is Jackie Zabrowski my name is Molly Neffel, and it's a small closet. Ooh, this is, it's not a big closet. It is a tiny closet. Ooh, it's not a big closet. My name is Holden McNeely, and I think that Taylor Swift is not <laughs> you an have issue. To, we're not even, we're I not even there yet. I think you're not <laughs> really fucked up. Even What's going on right yet. now? We're not <laughs> there yet. You're so oh, let's attack her. We can all attack her and no, no. one feels bad about it. No, but and if that's you attack me. someone, I don't know, maybe the attacker <laughs> or their fans, all of a sudden you're 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 crucified. Welcome to page seven, Holden. <laughs> I call in. I'm you know, I'm still traveling. I called into the New York studio and Molly and Holden are just mid-fight. About I, we're in a big Beyonce fight. v Taylor Swift, which Ooh. we have to at least give give the background for people that that have not been following this sure. story. <laughs> I will explain. How about I give my side oh, of the story, and Molly will give her side of the story. Why don't we? Why don't we give a general? We have to give a general of what's <laughs> going between, on what, first. What happened between us, or what happened between Beyonce, what happened and, Taylor between Swift? Beyonce and Taylor Swift? Yes. yes, I will say that I will be sort of obviously a team Tay, and you're going to be team Bay. And we'll just go back and forth. Okay, okay. we'll figure it out. Fair. Okay. So. All right, so so this is where the great debate begins. So then that means I'm the moderator. So you guys have to listen to the moderator. So this, you're the moderator. Absolutely. All right. All right. So this actually hails back to a little-known song called Holla Back Girl by Gwen Stefani. Um, she incorporated Ooh, bring in another in here into huh? her music video, okay? And then later Prince at the halftime show, 1999, he came out with the big marching band, even had the glowing stuff and, the, and, and all that stuff. And then Beyonce saw what Prince and Gwen Stefani were doing. We're like, you know what I should do? Steal their ideas Whoa. and have a marching band in my special which by the way i watched homecoming and it's unbelievably good can i say <laughs> this, this is the best part you're like it's fantastic wait you're referring to homecoming you have to homecoming is beyonce's netflix debut uh, of the the whole background and it's also getting into the meat of her performance at coachella last year and yeah. if you haven't watched it yet, you gotta get on board because it's it's an amazing doc as yes. i refer to it um holla beyonce back girl uh, is the name of the special to me because she did sort of steal that idea of having a marching band and everything. And but you then, can see that it is an incredible concert. 
with, oh my God. with an incredibly talented person. Unbelievable. And I want to state this for the record. I'm going to ar- say arguably you know, better than the Reputation special that Taylor Swift did. I'm not sitting here saying, I'm not fucking blind to like how good her shit is. It sounds like you're blind. It sounds like you're, <laughs> you're, you're like a horse that's got blinders on right now. I never accused Holden of hating Beyonce or anything like that. How, so. And how dare you bring horses into this, Jackie? Oh, I'm bringing horses how into this. Oh, oh, do we have a little nay-bay over here? Is that what we got? Oh, we got a little nay on our Beyonce over here. I see what's happening. You, you're a horse girl in disguise. All right. You know what? I just I think- like to spend a little time with them in the mornings because it allows me to just decompress, okay, before a long day. So, yes, a horse in the morn for me. Are you a My Little Pony boy? Are um, you a brony? I actually do. We do have a My Little Pony. Oh, man. And you're a brony? You're a horse girl I'm and not, a brony? I'm not technically a brony, but we do have a Rainbow Dash My Little Pony that Lexi and I have as like a little pet essentially interesting that is besides the point we can talk about that on a different episode or never or probably arguably never right or like oh, this very is high back. or very high patreon tier for like a hundred dollars i'll tell you about our pets our little uh fake pets okay. you're gonna talk about them believe we'll it. Talk about like them you're not gonna bring like up the flamingo you're now, not gonna bring like... up the ponies <laughs> okay okay i'll talk about the pony i'm just saying if you have stuffed animals that sort of have taken on a life of their own and you sort of talk in the voice of them with your significant other, please write into the Page 7 Facebook page because I know there's more than just me and Lexi, okay? All right, moving on. All right, we'll get into that Is later. it still his time or is it my time? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, I think it's look. time. I think you've had your time. I think you've had your first You've had your first. Taylor Swift, uh, really quick, really quick. Taylor Swift releases, in my opinion, a really <laughs> infectious, great song. It's a little ooey-gooey, poppy fluey but i still i i i enjoy it i really like the song and in it just so happens one part of the video is a marching band oh my god so crazy i think that was most of it though was that that was that was a big part of it was was using marching bands from historically black colleges it's like a 10 second bit and where is the black college there's not in fact everyone in that video is white as Snow. In the Taylor Swift one. Yes. Yes, yes in the Taylor Swift okay. one. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be weird if Taylor Swift got a historically black college <laughs> yeah, that marching would be, band to right. come. That would that be. That I would concede. That's I'd be fine. like, all right, she's, that's weird. Okay? Like Florida she's A&M. Like, Taylor Swift's on... like, I also have an important connection with HBCUs. <laughs> her Connecticut ass, yeah. She just like has a black baby and it's like the most important thing in her life. Like, you know what I mean? And then I'd be like, okay, all right, I get it. All right, Molly, though, it's time for Molly. It's time for Molly. Can I just say, really quick, <laughs> I am the Molly moderator. Gets You're the about to get shut down. Shut the fuck up. Can I just say, really quick, it was for like 30 seconds of screen time, and then there was a whole rest of the performance, which ruled, by the way, which was really good, and it had people dangling from the air on umbrellas, and they looked great, and I love old school musicals, and I think it was really good, and I don't think she copied Beyonce, but now we're in the hellfire storm because, and this is my thesis, which I'll wrap around to later after Molly's counterpoint, Beyonce fans are too mean. Number two, there's two thesis points. Two thesis, thesis points? points? No, you get one thesis point in the first no, portion. That's right. how a debate thesis works. You're making all your points. Thesis, not thesis. Thesis take back. My thesis point is you people- You can't thesis take back. Two women can't be in a single space together without being pitted against each other, and I think it's fucking shitty. Molly. 
All right. So you love it. You love when I two love, women are arguing. Uh, yes, I spy for one love it when women are just viciously <laughs> pitted against each other. Yeah, and because it makes scarcity. us more powerful. Yeah, exactly. We're just, you know, we're just raised that way. Uh, but no, I think that, okay, so this is, I've seen this point being made about Gwen Stefani and the marching band. <laughs> and, I, and I gotta say. I'm, I'm bringing it up I'm because not, of how ludicrous it is. That's not, I'm not convinced. <laughs> because What do you mean? Because no one is saying that Beyonce invented marching bands. No. No one's saying she's the first pop music to use marching bands. Yeah. Uh, then why is there a problem? The problem is, so all all power to Gwen Stefani and Hollaback Girl. That was a fine sign. You know, it's not a good song. <laughs> that is absolutely whoa, whoa, untrue. Whoa, 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 Don't you, don't you throw Gwen Stefani under the bus? Not in my uh, presence. True. Gwen Stefani's probably over here, like, what did I do? Uh, <laughs> but in Homecoming, right? Beyonce speaks throughout the film about how you know she never got to go to college, uh, and so. Uh, the the HBCUs kind of loom in her mind as this like important cultural center for Black youth and Black talent, and so the whole thing is this like celebration of of Black talent, and it's just like Black excellence at every level, like the dancers, the brass, the strings, the backup singers, all of this, all amazing, amazing, yes, right, and this at incredible, badass, I look like, away. drum major starts it, and it's just like thrilling, it's amazing, it's so fucking good, yeah, and so. She does that, yeah. So the, the marching band is a central character of uh, Homecoming, right? It is like, I mean, it is, it, it is, is her and the band, you know. If and she had be, like distortiony dancers, would this be happening? If Tay Tay, anyway, well, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. Yes, please. You have to. You're you're on pause. I just hit pause on you. You, you just got a pause button. Am I canceled? Did I just get canceled? You didn't get canceled. You just paused. Okay, just paused. So. <laughs> Uh, we can hit resume or we can hit cancel the order, though. It's up to yes. you. Oh, yeah. Oh, this this is pending. <laughs> so scared of the culture we're in right now. I'm so afraid in 2019 to be a Taylor Swift fan. I'm just going to say it right now. I'm, like, afraid to go outside. That's what we're... No, I'm the moderator. Um, Molly, <laughs> please continue in your point. There are many things to be afraid of. Um, so... Uh, so so there is a very specific aesthetic that Beyonce did in Homecoming. You know, her wearing the clothes she did, her being flanked by this marching band. And the image that is being shared of T-Swift is an image that bears a striking resemblance. It's not the presence of a marching band. It's the it's the Only drums, outfits. by the way. Only drums it's, and tailors. You're paused. It's the formation of the, if you will, of the band. It is where she is standing, how it's she is standing, entrance, how she is dressed. It's the entrance. with the whistle blowing and the yes, yes. And so it is. It is not just a marching band. It is a specific. Well, I guess I've never heard a whistle in a marching Whoa. band. Paused. It is a. It, it was a. It was hard not to see that image, and I understand. I appreciate you're talking about the whole performance, but it's hard not to see those images as. This girl is copping a Beyonce performance. For, if so, for 30 what? seconds. And there yes. is a history of her doing this before with uh, the Look What You Made Me Do video uh, copping from Formation. She was made to do that by Kanye and Kim. 
Okay. Whoa. And we don't Whoa. attack. Oh, well, actually, she's not made to do anything. And the last, in terms of you, since you made a broader point about feminism and women being rooted against each other. <laughs> and that would... was definitely aimed at you as a way to like get around the whole argument. It's like. <laughs> and it's a fine point. But I also think that there is, it is worth uh, calling out with another artist, white artists, I think have been rightfully called out for there is a history of white uh, people, um, <laughs> white artists, Presenting black aesthetics as their cool thing. Sure. Stealing from black culture and being so cool. And and I think that even if we're not necessarily needing to individually target Taylor Swift, I think that we can see this as part of a of a of a of a canon of Think white about people. Old Town Road, like we were talking about just a couple of weeks ago. Right. Right. Like and uh, and Miley Cyrus got this a lot too, that she would kind of I felt uh, that she was straight but but okay, okay. Explain this to me though, because this is what's killing me. I, Mayo Cella, I think, is actually like if that those tables were turned and we were calling Beyonce some black version of Coachella, like as a way to make fun of her black take on a white thing that she would have allegedly stole, would have been really offensive. Yeah, but at the same time, Mayo is fabulous. So <laughs> I feel like that's, that's I would love like to be referred to as Mayo Cella. Please, I want I want that to be, you know, every time I have sex I want to yell, Mayo Cella! It's a good, it's a good. But racism against white people just isn't, you, it's just not a thing that's a comparable to racism it's against white. It's, it's not, not a thing. comparable. It's, it's not really a thing. We can't say, kill, but you know, I, I don't want to get to any I of this. just know, I'm going to say in summation, <laughs> you are both right in different ways. You don't want me ways. to talk about white racism in America right now, I ju- You know, I know. I usually do. This is usually where I want to take page seven. But this week, I'm going to do something different, and we're not going to get into that conversation. And I'm going to say you're both right for different reasons. I will say it is very interesting that definitely whoever, like the team that was designing her performance, definitely saw Homecoming and were aware. It wasn't like it happened a couple of weeks after that. It's like, oh, she was I in the middle of- I think it was a of, bad oversight. We, I don't know if it can be an oversight at this point, because if you are a choreographer yeah. a, a, and a producer of, yeah. of, a, of a part of a of the Billboard Music Awards, you are aware of, yeah. ba- of Beigella. Can yeah. I at least slide into this, by the way, that the marching band is in the music video that she did that has a breakdown with the marching band. That song was probably written a long time, maybe not after, probably after Homecoming happened. But I'm just saying, it's not like she pulled a marching band out of her ass for this live performance. It was in the music video. Like, she's referencing the music video just like every other part of the performance. The people with the umbrellas, all that stuff. And Gaga pulling out an umbrella at the fucking Met. She's stealing from Tay-Tay. Hot fucking take. I don't know. Hot take. Because there were umbrellas in the... I don't know if that's hot take because that happened in the same week and we know that they've been working. I'm just going to say, did you guys know that Taylor Swift adopted one of the cats in her video and named him Benjamin Button? Yes, and she carries (laughs) him around like a baby because that's how he likes to be held. Which also, does that mean that the cat ages backwards? Maybe. Does that mean the cat is going to become a kitten soon? Because that kind of creeps me out. I, I, that's, I think that is assigning Taylor Swift's a little bit more metaphysical power over the time <laughs> According and to process. Holden, apparently she's got a lot of different powers. <laughs> I mean, she has seduced me with her... her she has um, put a spell on me. And so I, I will disclose that I do not uh, especially care for Taylor Swift, but right. I also have nothing against her. Right. Uh, it's just something where I just don't... I've somehow managed to go the last 10 to 12 years without developing really strong feelings about her one way or the other. A lot of people I love and trust very dearly 
love Taylor Swift. <laughs> and so I appreciate that. I'm not definitely not here to hate on Taylor Swift. Well, okay. a lot of other people are, and I just want to throw it out there. I see so much fucking crazy unabashed hate thrown at Taylor Swift by all accounts other than maybe her under low cuttingly like stealing shit and I can't speak for that cuz how do you defend that there's no way to defend that I mean because Taylor Swift is not necessarily an underdog in any situation No and that's and uh, totally but from all accounts she's nice to the people who work for her everybody yes. I've talked to has said she's incredibly nice to them She's always been very professional. That fucking dope testimonial she gave on the witness stand to that guy who grabbed her ass. Read that. Yeah, that was good. That will turn that you into good. a... That was like my first... Whoa. I think I saw Blank Space. I read that. And I was like, I think I might like Taylor Swift. I mean, you were, you haven't been a diehard forever. I will say you were no. definitely seduced. I was seduced. You're a recent. Go to an arena and be a part of that magic and power. Okay, and I you love, will be changed. I appreciate your love of Taylor Swift. I think it's a fun, right. con and I think it's something that you can bring into this Page 7 yes. community that's very valuable. And represent. Yes. But man, I, I get a lot of hate for it, ridiculously, like to a ludicrous level. And man, Beyonce fans are fucking mean, especially about Taylor Swift. And I, I just want to say, I feel like it's not like, it doesn't come, it, I don't see a lot of that coming from the T-Swift camp. And I get there's more anger and there's more bullshit behind what Beyonce represents, man. She represents so much fucking oppression and struggle. I get it. There's anger there. Un unbelievable anger. But, like, come on. I think that it's important to distinguish a lot of Taylor Swift hate, especially as it comes from, like, men um, and maybe women, too, is, like, Look at this ditzy blonde right. bitch, right? And so I think that there is like this white ass, yeah. Like they, I think there's a specific type of kind of misogynist, you know, hatred of like a pretty white woman or whatever that is Taylor Swift hate. That is a lot of I and you said maybe some women, all all women, like yeah. But in maybe, my chat, <laughs> in my chat, the women who hate fucking Taylor, like every time I play Taylor Swift, I get hate. It's all it's females. women. Okay, so that's so. I, but I got what I was gonna say is I think there's a difference between people. Uh, I think that there's a legit way to not care for Taylor Swift because you think sure. she's basic. Totally. Uh, I think that there I is. Have, a and by the way, openly admit, I've said Starbucks. 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 Definitely she's Starbucks. Starbucks. She is the Starbucks that I love. She's the really nice one right down the street, always there for me. I really <laughs> like the workers there. But guys, I really want to start talking about the feminine power and magic of the female hosts of this show, <laughs> Page Seven, because I've got things to say about the fact that Meghan Markle named her child... Archie. And I think that maybe they're Riverdale fans. Do you think yeah, that we've kind of gotten amazing. to I think our love of Riverdale has finally gotten to the royalty over yonder and I just want to say I'm proud of us because it definitely probably has absolutely nothing to do with any kind of family history or anything, any kind of obligation. It most 100% has to do with Riverdale. How many Riverdale baby names are being produced right this very moment? How many Jugheads do you think we're going to know in 10 years? That's a great question. How many? Because, and it's, and in, in, it's, it's, you know, they're all names from like the 50s, you know? Right. Which I like. I like a 50s style. For yeah. Sure. So are there a bunch of baby Bettys? I mean, I dig a Gladys, and I definitely, you know what? I would definitely refer to a, a, a child as Jelly Bean. I don't know if I would necessarily call them Jelly Bean officially, but I really like the name Jelly Bean. I think that's really cute. I like cute. Jelly Bean. That's cute. Yeah, Jelly Bean's cute. I gotta say, though, you know how we love Riverdale on the show. I've spent the last, you know, I've spent my life really since <laughs> it's been a show uh, never missing a single episode. And I and I gotta say, 
would not name a child after Riverdale character, and especially, <laughs> especially not, not Archie. Archie, yeah. the world's biggest idiot. Yeah. And as somebody I saw pointed out earlier today, that child might be a redhead, a redhead named Archie. I yeah. mean, it's kind of cute. I think between that and the power that we have, because so, as a lot of you guys know, Molly and I, every week for our Patreon, watch Pretty Little Liars and talk through it. And Arya, who is the lead in Pretty Little Liars, is going to play Katie Keene in the Riverdale spinoff, Katie Keene, along with Josie. And I feel oh, like that shit. also has something to do with our power. Your magic. I didn't realize that she had the titular role. Oh, it's tits. She got the tits <laughs> for that role. And man, I think she's going to knock it out of the park. It's weird, though, because Josie from, I know that we don't usually save our Riverdale talk for Riverdale Roundup, but Josie from Riverdale now is officially leaving Riverdale to be a part of Katie Keene, and she's playing herself except in her 20s. So they're just aging her to the appropriate age she actually is. So that's going to be kind of fun. It's about, like, girls working in the arts in their 20s. He's trying to make it in this world, so it's going to be a musical that. dramedy. A musical yeah. dramedy. Dramedy. That's going to be that's going to be really good. I do feel a little bit. It is weird because this happened with with Arya from Pretty Little Liars. Uh, also, there's doing this pre- Pretty Little Liars like um, sequel now, and like I don't think anyone on Earth has talked about Pretty Little Liars in the last few years except us and no. I think that we summoned it like this this <laughs> yeah. bitch I have to see Allison from Pretty Little Liars' face all over the subway ads and I'm like how is this po- we're talking about like the least relevant show it's like <laughs> I, I don't know when it stopped but it's has it is not a timely show to be watching, and we here are bringing it back. I think we have this reinserted weir- in a weird it. way, like in, in this a weird, weird way. side reboot. You're a witch, Molly. Yeah, so I'm being the fucking jackrid over here, and I'm donning powers at y'all's asses. I just want to take this moment to formally apologize to Molly for having different different <laughs> views about Thank a Beyonce date. Because I am scared of her magic. You should be. Yes, that's, you better. Especially she has a child inside of her. That's extra magic. Extra magic. Ben, bends that the been... knee, as they say on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Right here. I don't know if they still say that. Yeah, they still say that shit. <laughs> they still they say, also say oh my God, get the Starbucks cup out of that shot. <laughs> oh. What are we talking about? Oh man, it, it, sidebar of, of Game of Thrones, Eugene, Mer- do you see Eugene Merman's tweet that was just like, no. you guys don't know what happens. Maybe there's a reason for having that Starbucks cup up in the shots like people have been coming up with like time travel things like uh, I would watch that show <laughs> I'm tired of this old timey stuff if it turns into a time travel show I'll watch it Molly that's why you have to watch Outlander it's it's fucking it's it's the only thing is that it's difficult because I had to like you have to get it on stars but it's fucking it's time travel it's fucking and it's sex. And that, I love, and also like good acting and good story. Can but, I just say though, it's, 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 I love that you refer to it as old timey stuff when it's like fantasy, which means it's like com- a completely different reality that exists completely out of our time. It's all vague. All of that fantasy, it all takes place in like vaguely 1500s right. Europe, right? It's all right. medieval times. And why is everyone British? Yeah, exactly. It's all like they're all in a high school play with their British accent. Yeah, like like people back in those times probably like they probably talked in a completely different way we'll never even understand. We couldn't even fathom. Hey, Lou, take a bag of rabbits. Nunnery. Completely agree. 
If it's a fan, that's what I've never understood about fantasy. If it's an alternate reality, why is it always 1500s England? Yeah, like, it's so true. Always. Like, it's, be yeah. somewhere else. Because they're yeah. just so prim and proper. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense, especially like Goth Daddy right now is reading Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell for the first time. Oh, and that's like, so good. That, which is one of my favorite books so of all good. time, and I never saw the BBC thing, but like in that respect, it makes sense because when magic has come back to England, you it's need England. to go about the like prim and proper ways of like being in the early 1800s. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. I just, it's all, it, it all, to, there is no, this Gideon makes fun of me for this all the time, but there is not, if you ask me to like make a list of what is in a Lord of the Rings world and what's in a Game of Thrones world, I'm like, it's all horses and mountains. <laughs> and I'll be like, are there elves in this one? And he's like, oh, there are no elves in Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. Oh, they got, they got long hair. But the, yeah. They got armor on. They both on. have dragons. Yeah, they yes. got their dragons. Oh, there's not elves, but there are dragons. Like, you know, it's just all the same. It's, it's enjoy it. Go enjoy it. But it's I want to see same. like a uh, Mexican driving a Cadillac through my fantasy world. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell I yeah. See, like, I would love to see it though. Why is that so strange? To see like people with Spanish accents like in a fantasy world. I just want a cavalry of escalades. That's much scarier than a horse to me. <laughs> a man that thinks he's got the, the dick power to drive an escalade. You know, that's the that's the dude I want to see going to battle. Yeah. And the escalade's powered by fucking it. Oh, am I? I think I'm sexually turned on by escalades. Is that weird? Interesting. They're big and powerful. <laughs> I'll get you my packages and your letters too. When you're trying to seduce children or teens into your lair to either cook them or use them from some sort of Blair Witch trickery, you ain't got time to leave the house. What if they show up when you're not there? How do we ensnare them into our traps? Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices or an online seller shipping out products or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Need to send your two-timing villain friends your file folders of how to get these kitties chubby tips? Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in the mailbox. It's that simple. And if those pesky kids are out there trying to gnaw on your candy knobs, slap them in a cage and baste all the juice em up butters you want guilt-free money-wise into those little chubbies. Bread crumbing all the way to your house because with Stamps.com you get five cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters, and we gotta save money for our taffy curtains, so this works out great! Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses and witches of all size already use Stamps.com. Ella didn't realize that the original Grimm's fairy tale of Hansel and Gretel, their parents just left them in the forest hoping their children would die because they couldn't feed them anymore due to a great famine. That's dark. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in page 7. That's Stamps.com. Enter page seven. Stay in the land, stay in the land. 
Candid. Candid makes custom clear aligners that are sent directly to your home. Y'all ain't gotta hustle on down to the powder clubs to get your fix no mo. Each treatment plan is customized specifically for your needs to help you straighten your teeth. How straight are your teeth? Are your teeth? How straight are your teeth? Maybe you should try Candid. You'll be the bee's G's with straighter and brighter teeth in an average of six months and cost 65% less than braces using Candid. The first step is to purchase their starter kit, which will be sent to your home so you can take impressions of your teeth. I mean, the kit retails for 95 bucks. An orthodontist licensed in your state reviews your specific case and creates a 3D preview of what your treatment and final result will look like. It's probably less scary than the 3D ultrasounds I've seen. You see them snake babies? They ain't got no noses. Once you see your 3D preview, it's completely up to you if you want to move forward with your clear aligner treatment plan. And Candid has white glove customer service. And I ain't talking about being elbow deep at the powder clubs. In addition to email and phone support, Candid will set up a video call with you to answer any questions you have and to walk you through the modeling process. You can also talk to a real person at any time if you have questions. But maybe don't hit them up at the break of dawn after a visit to the old powder clubs. They probably don't want to hear about every regret and wayward turn you've ever taken in your life. Or maybe they do. How much time until straight to teeth? Don't worry, it'll be about six months. And they use real orthodontists. Unlike them other companies that use dental professionals. I guess you could start calling me a powder club professional if those are the standards. Because Candid only uses experienced orthodontists, never general dentists. You're one step away from getting straighter, whiter teeth. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free starter kit guarantee. Plus, when you use my dedicated link, CandidCo.com slash page 7, you'll save 50% off your modeling kit. That's CandidCo.com slash page 7 to get 50% off the price of your modeling kit. CandidCo.com slash page 7. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing that turns you on? I would say I get oddly turned on when I'm doing the dishes. Really? I think it's just because my crotch is sort of like up against the like thing and like it's all wet. Betty like Draper I, with the washing machine. Yeah, like Betty Draper the washing Ooh. machine. I get oddly aroused. I'm like, oh, weird. Why is this happening? It's because like I've got a lot of wet liquid. <laughs> There's a lot of hand soap involved. There's like, you know what I mean? It's a sensory experience. Yeah, but that just makes your pants and underpants wet if you don't have an apron on. So like you like the uncomfort. It's like, are you also turned on like after you go on a water ride an hour after? No. <laughs> Actually, Kind of. It's like Why? slightly damp. Like a wet, rainy day, and I'm just kind that, of a little wet. I think I might sometimes get slightly aroused. Interesting. I don't know what's going on down there. <laughs> I think you just made a discovery. <laughs> you got a drizzle fetish. I'm one of those people who have like, I, I like fall, instead of falling in love with like buildings or something like that, I fall in love with just like weather. <laughs> just weird weather conditions. Uh-oh, it's going to rain tomorrow. My dick is hard. You know, like people have their joints. I, I find myself sexually attracted to like cryptids and things like that. Like I feel like I, if the Loch Ness Monster wanted to have sex with me, I would definitely have sex with it. Right. 
you know, just like riding on top of it. And I'm not talking like Daenerys riding on the dragon because I don't think she wants. She's the mother. Like I wouldn't want to be the. Right. I would want to be the side piece of the Loch Ness monster. And just like imagine how strong its tongue is, but also like how sharp its scales are. So like you can't touch it too much, but just enough. So it's like a forbidden fuck. Right. Sounds like some hentai shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Hentai adjacent. I think at you're least. actually more into anime than you lead on, Jackie. I um, mean, we'll I, you just got to send me to the right stuff. You know, I, I, I I'm now open. Know I'm like a flower. I'm a big open flower just waiting to be pollinated <laughs> <laughs> with a really long tongue. But also, speaking of Game of Thrones, did you see that Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, who plays Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones, went right from the Billboard musical? Awards went right to Vegas and got married that night by an Elvis impersonator, and it was one of the cutest things. I woke up next morning, it was like, oh, that's so cute. They're still gonna have the huge wedding in France over the summer, but like, I think that they just couldn't wait anymore, and they just did it. I hate to be a little bit though of a, de- a Tay Tay Debbie Downer, okay, because that's kind of what I am right now, okay. But I will say I'm a little concerned, and I know plenty of people have made it work, happily, long marriages. But I did see that she is 23. And how old is he? He's 29, so he's a little bit more like, oh, yeah. And I just got married in my mid-30s, so I'm, like, biased because I just feel like I was such a fucking idiot when I was 23. Like, you know, it's statistics say what your brain stops developing around, like, your mid-20s, right? You know, she's still becoming the woman she is. I just get I get scared for people when they get married in their early 20s. And if you're a listener and you did that and you're happy, I've totally heard many testimonials. But I just like I think it's just because I was such a fucking idiot. But you were an idiot. Not everybody's an idiot at 23. I was definitely I was a drunk. I was was horrible. Like I was an idiot. Yeah, big idiot. But I think that's right. I think maybe not everybody was as permanently adolescently suspended right. as we were. She's incredibly successful. I think in 23, I was having my unemployment year uh-huh. where I was like, oh, I'll start writing tomorrow. Uh-huh. And I literally just lived off the lamb for like a year and like scraped and cheated and lied and stole to like not have a job for a year. Yeah, no, she's a million. She's a millionaire at this point. She's so, a I mean, fucking millionaire with all this crazy shit going on. She's, you know, Dark Phoenix and all that stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's different than like a Justin Bieber getting married young cuz like he's he seems to be going through a lot of um mental illness troubles right now because he I think there's a difference between being that successful as a musician really young and being that successful on some on a very difficult show that she worked so hard on. Yeah, she must have discipline. grown up real fast. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, quick question, too. If you guys don't know, that's fine. How long have they been together? That's a good that's question. That's the other thing. Yeah. I think a couple of years, but I do okay. know that, like, I, I understand what you were mm-hmm. saying for Taylor Swift, that they were dancing to Taylor Swift's song just a couple of hours before they got married. <laughs> yes, they were. They were. I think they're even in a quick little shot or something. Yeah. They oh, were. yeah. They were having a great time. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have I've had friends who are who are high school sweethearts who got married uh, and still happily together and some that are college sweethearts and got married and are still happily together and uh, and are, you know, great matches. And I am in awe of them because if I had married anybody that I met at either of those time periods in my life, it would have <laughs> oh, been the biggest awful. mistake. Real bad. I would have. I was not fully formed yet. I no. was I was just a little ball of clay still being made. But but. I think, yeah, for some people it does work out and it ends up being the, the right thing, but not 
for me. And sometimes you go to Nashville and you're just constantly triggered because you were with someone from college that was a country musician. So you go to a place you're like, oh, this is going to be fun. And then it's just trigger, trigger, trigger. I'm fine. Uh-huh. I'm doing great. I'm in a closet. <laughs> Um, I'm, was, uh, you're in the closet. You're literally in a closet right now. Um, <laughs> you are essentially Taylor Swift at this point in her career right now. Um, you're trying to call me Taylor Swift? You're calling me Starbucks right now? No, I'm not calling you Starbucks. I'm calling you in the closet because uh, she also, it's just this big rainbow production and everyone's just like, Taylor, you're gay. I don't know what to say. Like, really? Like, I didn't know that There's a lot of speculation about, about, there's a lot of speculation that Delicate is about, I'm so sorry, I'm totally taking over the show and making Taylor Swift talk, I'll stop talking I know, about it. No, I know you've got, this is a big, this is a big Taylor Swift time. I understand. It's a big moment for her. It's a big moment for all of us, but it's like she, um, there's like all the speculation that the song Delicate is about this Victoria's Secret model that she spends a lot of time with and they're very touchy, lovey. And they get drunk, you know, she gets drunk and she's kind of all over this girl and a lot of little, like, whatevers. I think a lot of women have that relationship with other women, though, because, like, I've never, I'm not a very touchy-feely person, and I've never really, I didn't even have that, like, you know, with my sister or anything. Like, we never just, like, cuddled up and kissed and, like, but I also know a bunch of people that are that way with their friends. And when I become friends with them, I'm like, oh, no, no, I don't. I'm not. I have to, like. We have, there has to be like a, I have to look you in the eye and be like, I'm going to hug you to hug I, you. I you know? I've touched Jackie twice <laughs> since I've known, we've known each other for a decade now. And um, I'm going to say I come from a family, we don't touch. Yeah. I had a friend in college who used to like, just like in Pretty Little Liars, the girls are always linking arms when they walk. And I had a friend in college who loved to link arms when he walk. And I was like, I looked like I was being held hostage. Like, <laughs> I would like clam up. And, and I loved this friend. It wasn't that I didn't want to be warm with her, but I was just so confused by it. I was like, like tiptoeing next to her. Like I was walking on eggshells. It just made me so, and it didn't, it wasn't a negative, like uncomfortable right. feeling. It was just an uh, like is an it, unfamiliar feeling. It's just the intimacy of yeah. You weren't worried that like people thought you guys were together. No, or not at all. No, I don't no. care about that shit. Yeah. It's more just like it's just the comfort level. And I also don't even think to do it. I feel like it's like it, it, since it, I feel like if you weren't raised with that kind of touch all the time, right. it's hard yeah. to integrate that into your life. Like with my with God Daddy, I am very much like that. But with most right. anyone else, but we, he also you know is inside of me sometimes right so it's like that totally you know that's a whole different ball game totally there's full intercourse happening i think one of my most upset things is watching families that kiss on the lips uh it just and yeah. i get it's it's not even illegal or bad it's like if that's the way you show affection to each other that's the way you show affection to each other but there's some especially when the lips touch the lips so, and some I get people, a little thrown. Some, I have been in some, uh, <laughs> not family situations, but like a kind of extended friend uh, gener- of different generation situations where uh, I think that some people tend to be of over- older generations have a practice of just kissing anybody on the lips, like uh-huh. a- an acquaintance. Goodbye, hello and goodbye. Yeah, kiss on the lips, and that'll Weird. really take you by surprise. That's really gonna throw you off. Yeah, and same with like some people I blow who a like whistle to, if that happens. Some <gasps> people kiss on the cheek to say hello, and I never remember which of my friends do that and which don't. And I always go for the hug, and they always end up kissing my neck, and I always feel so this bad. This is my fucking issue, right? I always do the the. I, I try to do with other dudes. I try to do the like classic bro hug thing where you sort of hand you do starts with a handshake. But then, full intention, I want to go in for a hug. Like a Lord of the Rings hug. And, like, half the time, 
I'll go for the handshake and be like, no, nah, man, we hug. I'm like, I know we hug, dude, but I'm doing the motion. We're going to do the whole thing, baby. Just fucking hang with me right now on this one, bro. Follow through. Follow through. Don't Follow worry. Through. I got you, boy. We're going to hug. <laughs> We're going to press up against each other. I'm going to put my arm around you. It's going to be a big old bear hug, but like, let me, let's do the flow. Let's make it smooth because then I can also give you the option to not hug, which I think is very considerate. If you do the handshake and you can tell they're not really... You know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- I think that that's good. But you can feel it out because what, yeah. when I I had a problem when I moved to New York, I don't know if it was the hanging out. I don't know what every time after time after time I would meet a man in a social setting. I would put out my hand and he uh-huh. would already be coming in for a hug. Yeah. And then I would be put in this awkward position of like sliding my hand around his abs. Yeah, and the snake hand. Then you snake him. <laughs> yeah, you're snaking him. And being like, oh, okay. And and it, it, it wasn't ever like in a situation where I didn't want to hug them. I just didn't assume it was a hug. It was often seeing an acquaintance or whatever. And so I, I abandoned handshaking and now I just hug people because I'd rather be caught I found it was better to be caught with my arms out and then adjust to a handshake than to have my hand out into the guy's stomach and have him be going in for a hug. And then you have right. to fold it into, and then your hand's <laughs> in between <laughs> your stomach. And then his stomach is pressing against your hand. Like yeah, I guess this against is my stomach. stomach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it happened I enough. I'm telling you, it happened enough where I like sat down in my head and was like, it's time to change the policy. The new policy is... Always assume they're going for a hug. Right. I, I, I pretty much have to assume at this point, but I want to give them that out. You know what I mean? There's My problem people. is after all of these awkward encounters, I always have to do the, man, yeah, because like I was going in for the, and then yeah, you were right. doing the, yeah, that's, yeah. The, I the, mean, the, we just, you have to do that awkward correspondence with someone else. We're just like, we are in our 30s. How come we, there still is it like, how, how come I still can't hold myself properly to be right. cool with meeting other people and just be like, this is all good. Like, we're just gonna, there should be a form. There should be a form. I guess it, because holding, like, shaking hands, same with like, I've been around a lot of family this week. I've been a lot, around a lot of goth daddy's family. And it's, so that's a whole different thing too, where it's just like, do we do the kiss on the cheek? We are just meeting for the first time, but also, yes. like, I guess maybe someday we're going to be family, so we have to do the family touch. People are like, yeah. oh, come on, let me give you a hug. I'm so excited to meet you, right. even though I just met you, which I don't know how to big... navigate that, and I did that recently. My, my brother with the with the lady he's seeing, the first time I saw her, I was like, you know what? I This is not like me. I'm going to just go straight in for a hug. Like, I'm, he's crazy about her. They're, it's totally working great. And then she kind of didn't. That's what I'm scared respond. of. And then I was like, oh, hey. And then I'm just standing like way too close to her saying hello. And I feel like a complete psychopath. <laughs> yes, because you are. But that's yeah. what happens. You let down your guard and you immediately get punished for it. Yes. Have you guys seen the really sweet, Jackie, you said there should be a forum. Have you seen there's like a genre of viral video now that I think is so wonderful. And honestly, adults should totally take it. I don't know how we would <laughs> implement it. But uh, in classrooms, like kindergarten classrooms, there's videos of teachers putting up a little chart where you can choose high five, handshake, hug or a wave uh-huh. and then the kids come in and then they point to what they want to do to greet you that day so oh, the teacher cool. sometimes it's a kid who's like the designated greeter cool. and then sometimes it's the teacher and so a kid who doesn't like to touch can point to the wave and just a wave and that's it's like low commitment I don't have to touch you right the kid who's the big cuddly hugger can point to the hug and it's like such a good way to teach about consent and communication that's great it's uh- wonderful and when I was a kid I hated when adults who weren't 
my family hugged me. Right. Like, I, and teachers would hug me. Yeah. Guidance counselors. I had a guidance counselor who said, you can't leave the room until you hug me. Oh, and I hated it. And well, see, that kind of stuff would just I mean. immediately make me cry. Like, it's, yeah. like, that would still make me cry. You can't leave this room <laughs> until like you policy. hug me, girl. It was, and it was, I wasn't alone there. It was like a group of kids. And she was like, everybody has to hug. That's your exit ticket or whatever. And I was like, I like, but I love so that So that's idea. your trauma. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we I think that we- Molly. We found it, Molly. We found your trauma. <laughs> and that's why I don't touch anyone. We found out why you were a disaster at 23. <laughs> <laughs> but you could, you know, we could all have a little card that we carry around or yes. a tattoo or something I, where we point. A tattoo? <laughs> I was thinking point. a color-coded necklace uh-huh. that you can change the lights on. Like, you know what I mean? You can kind of, like, I'm thinking a light system or something. Like, uh, that's a good idea. Like the, like the STD bracelets or what is it? Like the how how far you've gone bracelets. Remember those? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God! Did you just see that they are coming out with condoms that'll change color if uh, there's an STD happening? Pardon? No. You didn't see that? I, I no. wow! I should have added it to the. I mean, that's going. I mean, that's not really page seven fodder, but <laughs> no, I was I'm like, very intrigued. What, what do you mean? Like, is it just like the pH levels? I don't know how the technology works, but it changes. I don't trust changes, that technology one cha- bit. <laughs> I mean, Mm-mm. it changes colors apparently if, like, you know, you're going go 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 go, go you know, having full sex. But what right? are you gonna do? Like, use the condom in the middle <laughs> of the be like, hold on, let me turn yeah, the light right. on, and let me turn yeah. the lights. Like, yeah. Oh, it's green. That means I gotta leave. No, it's yeah, more right. so that you can say the phrase "you got some splaining to do" <laughs> after the intercourse. <laughs> You know what I mean? Which is a fun <laughs> phrase to say. I yeah. never want anyone to say that to me after fucking. You got some explaining to do. <laughs> because you've been like crying during the sex, so that's um, to kind of add to the like. <laughs> Why did we get here? To the mild discomfort around like disposing of the condom you can take it off and then look at it and be like what does it tell us hold it up to the little manual that comes in the box and com- compare the color like who's th- I, I, wh- what purpose is this <laughs> well I guess we shouldn't have had sex anyway thanks you know like- by, the, by the way not to like go away from the thing I brought up but man that high five brutal Brutal Is every time. Every single time. You have to time. look at the elbow. I know, but what? That's not what goes through your head in the moment. What goes through your head in the moment was like, well, gonna fuck this up. Yeah, you, you do have always to look, at the, look elbow. at the elbow. It, and that I, is something that really does. It works every damn time. I hate the second makeup high five too even worse even yes. if I nail the oh, second yeah, one yeah and then talk about the post-op like analysis oh we missed let's try again Ugh. or I'm gonna posit a third worst situation which is when one person goes for a high five and the other goes for a fist bump oh, oh yeah. yeah and they grab the fist <laughs> and they grab oh, the fist yeah. oh and yeah and then you have to talk about it you're like oh I thought oh. you were gonna go <laughs> <laughs> well like, that's when you do the turkey isn't that the turkey when you do the, the high five and, and a fist bump and you go blah, 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 I just say, I caught the baseball. <laughs> That's good, too. <laughs> that happens to me. I am a catcher. I have won the game. Home run for me as catcher. Would you like to see my color-changing condoms? Why are you walking away from me? I really want this job. <laughs> I caught the baseball. I oh, guess speaking of color-changing condoms, we have to talk about the Met Gala. And I imagine yes. some color-changing condoms um may have come back Yuck! Afterwards, you know what I mean. 
I feel ah, what is that? <laughs> the good segue though, Jack. It was a rough. I'm working on my transitions. I'm trying to get better at them. I would thought you were gonna go in the direction of uh, to bring her back up. Lady Gaga was a bit of a color changing condom on the run on the red Ooh, carpet. Ooh, yeah, she, but I don't she, think she's filled with STDs. Though. No, not because she has STDs per se. I mean, you don't, you know. No, her transformation uh, <laughs> outfits were insane. But then, of course, mm-hmm. by the end of, like, her outfit kept changing, her outfit kept changing, then by the end of it, she's just in her sexy underwear. And I was just right. like, well, you know, that's, that's fun. your underwear. That's I feel right. like I am, I want to talk about the Met Gala, but I was nervous coming here because I feel like I am not queer enough, nor versed enough in queer culture, nor seen enough John Waters the movies to yeah. truly, like, be able to respect the theme of camp. Well, and And a lot of people, I think, nailed it, and then a lot of people were like, you know, I think a lot of people who understand what camp is were like, you can fuck off, Remy Malik, and like other people who just were like, I'm wearing something a little sparkly. Right. Yeah. Or, or and how quickly camp, like, like with Katy Perry with the burger dress, I know we're jumping all over the place, but like, even that is like, that's not really camp. That's like your internet cute thing that you've been doing since the shark days. That was her after party outfit. Her, sure. her at the Met Gala. Did you see she, she looked chandelier. like. A sexy Lumiere, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is cool. I'm in, And I'm into it. I don't want to knock her too bad, but I'm kind of like, oh, you're just st- st- still playing the, the funny internet meme fiddle that you've been playing since those dancing sharks were on stage with you. At the there was actually a great tweet suggesting that, that somebody who would have nailed the camp theme since it kind of rejects all, you know, taking itself seriously and, and kind of, you know, elegance and whatnot is Guy Fieri. Mm. Sorry, Fieri. Thank Fieri. you. He Please. is. Uh, he's kind of camp. He's camp. I mean, I don't <laughs> Ooh, think he's yeah. queer, but he's camp. He's exaggerated because it's exaggerated. It's like a celebration of exaggeration. Yeah, um, and of like, distortion, right. of distorted things. And was John Waters invited to the? Fu- his, that, I think that see, that was part of the controversy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sucks. And like, Divine is is Divine still alive? Like, where are these people? Where right. are these? Where are these icons of camp? Right. I think there was a consensus. There was not enough drag queens. Yeah, uh, that were and then it was a bunch of people showing up, like trying to be drag queens that aren't, and you're trying to do bite it a right. little bit. Well, and that's why, like, we, you know, it's like even just the idea of like, I don't know exactly what it means to be camp. But I do know, see, even when you were talking about the Katy Perry outfit, I liked at least that her dress was the lettuce. I thought that was fun. I, I thought the, the burger dress was fun. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I got, Yeah, I just don't know if, I like, yeah, Katy Perry's definitely, like, weird and uses a lot of props. And I don't know if that counts as camp or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's been more of the uh, back and forth, right? Yeah. I do like a celebration of exaggeration. Also, I think there's an element of tackiness. Mm-hmm. Also, you should watch more John Waters movies. Because at the end of, um, oh, which one is it? Um, the really good one. But anyways, um, it's a shot of Divine. Flamingos? down. Pink flamingos. She bends down uh, on the street and picks up a piece of dog shit and she eats it. <laughs> and people were like throwing up in the theater. <laughs> and it's like it's an amazing film. It's absolutely atrocious. You will be upset the entire movie. Honestly, Molly, I don't think I might say that She's maybe John Waters' it. movies might not be for you. <laughs> no, I like. I mean, I definitely. You know, I feel like I I know enough about why John Waters' movies are like. What hilarious they are. and important. Woman, yeah, like a, a, a drag queen eats dog shit, <laughs> real, actual dog shit. From you watch the dog. Sh- I think you see the dog shit, and then Divine just yum 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 with a smile on her face just eats it. That's camp, <laughs> and nobody did that at the Met Gala. <laughs> no, especially not Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Which I don't know mm. if you guys saw their outfits. Which uh-huh. I thought that they did look like a lot of fun. But they man, awesome. when Marlon Wayans compared them. 
to the the outfits that they wore in white chicks. Uh, that was that was pretty funny and spot on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I do, when I saw them, I didn't immediately think camp. They were just wearing. They, they, it was almost like what the people in Beetlejuice would have worn to like a dinner party if they were a little more colorful. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. I think there was like I think that there was some debate about what was kind of a cop out because people were still trying to like look really look cute, all cool sexy yeah. stuff. Like I I liked Cardi B's Camp dress. is letting go of cool. Like camp is yes, not exactly. cool. I am woman, hear me roar. And there's nothing quite like the feminine shrieks of never touch me again that comes along with having your monthly bleedies. But shriek none mass when it comes to the frustrations of womanhood, for la 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 lola is here to help. Drink champagne and dance all night without having to strut your cute down to the CVS to get to tamponin. Because Lola sends you womanly needs right to your doorstep. The only thing I learned from Spider-Man is how to upside down kiss in the rain, and with great power comes great responsibility. Not that that little twerp ever held the feminine power of the ability to grow life inside of him, but it is my responsibility to ask you to try out Lola. The ease of Lola is ridiculous, and you never have to deal with talking a begrudging partner into schlepping to the store to buy you tampons ever again. Every woman is different, and Lola knows that. The variety of bleedy soakage is tailored to fit your needs. Your subscription is fully customizable. You can choose your mix of products, your perfect mix of absorbency, your number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. I personally don't need a thousand heavies, and now Lola knows that, and I never have to worry about a dude going, oh babe, don't worry, I got the right ones, when they definitely didn't get the right ones. Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel anytime, which is soups helpful for me, because I am heavy with IUD and don't always need to live tampon moss. And most importantly, I totally dig that it's founded by women for women. So they ain't trying to throw out sneaky peeny taxes or putting a bunch of trash in their products because they use them too. For 40% off your first order, visit mylola.com and enter page seven when you subscribe. That's mylola.com and enter page seven. I want my good, clean, fun, good, clean, fun, good, clean, fun, good, clean. I want my sense good and clean. I want my fluorescence good and clean barbecue sauce. If you're yamming down apple teenies at Yamtown's finest Applebee's, you want to be smelling good in the neighborhood. And for a luxurious perfume that's all about good, clean, fun, try Fleur. P-H-L-U-R. Like looking at a happy hour menu for the soul. Get to know each of Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and even playlists on their site. Then you actually try them on your own skin and see how it works for your life. I I hate smelling like ranch after slapping back a bucket full of pickle chips. And I love the sample Fleur scents to throw in my fanny to lightly caress away the strong whiffs of buttermilk coming from my body. Fleur's world-class perfumers are scent artists, and they mask every peppercorn and slaw-esque dressing you accidentally perfume yourself with with that drippy little mouth of yours. And every Fleur scent is gender-free. So pass around that Fleur during your post-cocktail cocktails so no one has to suffer the gaseous mist of post-BBQ grubbins from your crew. The best part? 
Fleur is a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfumes and why it's there. Man, think of all the post-teeny fornication couches you have found yourself on, and you ponder, who is this person that is on my face? Why am I here? Fleur will never make you feel like a midweek disappointment. And good news, they just introduced body wash and body lotion in the same sense, so you can smell amazing all the time. I am a sucker for a fun, smelly lotion, and a lot of them leave my skin feel like I've coated my body in a suit of, I can't believe it's not butter. Not with my hip cat. Now I have a sick house scent that lasts all day through every jizzy and teeny I can muscle into my gaper of a mouth jalopy. But it is somehow never overpowering. What is this magic? You're a wizard, Fleur. Sick of hearing that Jack Red phrase? Me neither. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R dot com. Cardi B's dress was awesome. Do you know that the jewels yeah. over her nipples that were supposed to look like nipples were like alone $50,000? Just yeah. those and, uh, uh Offset had that tweet that was like, do you see my, I, I, I know that there's a lot of criticism against him for how he treated her and stuff, but it seems like they're back together and they're very happy. And he yeah. had a tweet that was like, she looks so hot in that dress. She's so cool. She's so amazing. It was just like a really sweet. And then she was like, come see what's under this dress, baby. And oh, she yeah. like, it was very, they're always having very sweet, sexy interactions. And mm. I, and I liked it. Dude, talk about a couple that. Books. Oh my yeah. God! Can you imagine? I would watch that tape, Hatchy Matchy. <laughs> and she's got like you know, eleven month old or something. And so I like that she's like, yeah, I've got an eleven month old. I'm a new mom, and I also love to fuck, and I'm going to talk about it in public. I think that that's something that is doing a service to everybody. Which I also love because Tiffany Haddish looked amazing. But what I love is that she was very open about the fact that she stuffed and cooked a whole chicken and shoved it in her purse. For the Met Gala, which is a series of, I'm very happy that now celebrities are coming out more about bringing food with them to these events. Like when, um, when Melissa McCarthy went, I believe it was at the Oscars or was it the Globe and, uh, Golden Globes when she brought a bunch of sandwiches to hand out to the people that she was also sitting around because they're sitting there. And even though you eat at the Met Gala dinner, it's like, do you really? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's more just like you're going around and talking to people and doing that kind of thing. I don't think it's really something you're going to fill up on. And if you're drinking that much and you're wearing ridiculous outfits, you're going to be sweating your balls off. You got to be full. Uh, by the way, though, I, and I, I hope that she did this on purpose, that full chicken in her purse, probably the most camp thing <laughs> yeah, at the Met Gala. Right? That's definitely like, pretty camp. Totally. Because, just, specifically because it's a full chicken <laughs> and it's just in her purse. Which I it is, love. That is the most camp. Yeah. Whole chicken in a bag. What a shame of being rich that you can't. I mean, my ex most exciting thing about if I get to go to a party that I know is being held by people with money, the most exciting thing is what is the food? Is the food. Yeah. I yeah. want the food. I want to eat a bunch of food. Yeah. To eat. What are the drinks? What's they going to have the top shelf? Yeah. Yeah. How sad that, uh, you know, that it's not about the hors d'oeuvres. Right. Well, did you guys see Kim Kardashian's dress that like I don't know I don't know if it's necessarily it's camp. I did like it because she looked like she was not only wet but it looked like she was in the middle of a rainfall. <laughs> and all of the internet was losing its mind because her waist was 
so small. Yeah. So I was on my way weird. here and I didn't get to actually watch it. I think somebody posted on the page seven Facebook as I was as I was looking at Facebook on the way here. And there's a video of her getting into that corset, and apparently it's deeply unsettling. To watch. Oh man, it is upsetting. Oh, she you watched it? Oh, I watched it. She couldn't sit down, and she that's why she wanted to show everybody. It's like, no, of course, yeah, it's this is not natural. I am. She had a corset specially made for her. And on the way to the Met Gala, she actually she couldn't get into a car because she couldn't sit down. So she ordered a bus that she could take so she could stand the entire <laughs> way there. <laughs> she should have taken a Segway, the whole Segway yeah. there the whole time. Yeah. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I would have done if I was in a costume. Where she I rolls up on a down Segway. Fifth Avenue. <laughs> that is terrifying. I would be mortified also, to she, break a bone to alter your body forever by and, doing something like and that. And she has birthed what one kid or two kids? I know that the third was a surrogate. I think one's a robot. I think one's actually a cybernetic that they grew in a lab. (laughs) But she grew at least. She also has another one coming, by the way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and but but uh, forgive me for this. This is the frame of reference for everything now. But I'm like, people push babies out of their bodies and then do amazing things to their bodies to then keep going on being like a famous person in the public light. Seems unhealthy. It's a huge part of uh, of homecoming, which was amazing to watch her being like. Still, like, She's like recovering. I, I, I can only eat a, a nut <laughs> in the morning, uh, a slice of pear skin, and like <laughs> dancing her, dancing her ass off, yeah. literally, like dancing her way from postpartum with preeclampsia, which is what I had, an emergency C-section with twins, and gained, she gained, like, I think she said she was two-something. I don't remember how much total she gained, but gained, you know, gained a lot of weight with a twin pregnancy, and then just gradually... But not gradually, like dancing all day, yeah. and and like the amount sheer amount of choreography in Homecoming is so unbelievable. That was the thing, Lexi beautiful. and I just kept saying back and forth. The only thing is, though, you know, at the same time, it's uh, she's not really up there playing a the guitar or piano, so doesn't really have that. <laughs> she going is for. singing and dancing. That other pop stars, that other pop Taylor stars Swift is not dancing. Going. Taylor Swift is is barely moving on stage. No, 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 no. We can. That is not something you could ever she does compare. Choreography. Oh, she it's just like I yeah, but... put my arm here. <laughs> she does a lot of it. Let's not talk about it. She does a lot of hands. She does a lot of hand dance. She does a lot of hand dancing. Uh, yeah. You know what? I she can do hand dancing of... right here. I'm doing though. it right Whereas now. Beyonce just Beyonce just make you just cannot watch Beyonce dance without thinking like sex, sex, sex. Right. You know, it's just she just dances. Pure sexual energy. The thing that I kept thinking about the choreography while watching Homecoming was like. Her it, her dancing looks so effortless. Like some dancing, you watch it and you're like, "That's dancing," and you do think that with Beyonce, but it looks so I mean, effortless. You yes. watch it, and I watch, and I was like, "If I were to do any of these dance moves, it would not even look like I was dancing." But she can do it, and it looks the most amazing thing. Yeah, have you ever tried to learn the choreography just to all the single ladies? Do you even do the uh uh oh? Like I was watching the video, trying to learn it, of course, like you do, stoned by yourself. And uh-huh. even that is difficult. Even the way she moves her hands to the like beat, but off the beat, but to the beat, I can't yeah. do it. Even si- and single ladies is really one of the cool things about homecoming too is thinking about the kind of decade plus of of, of adult fully realized Beyonce, and that how much more be- like how much has changed and grown since like lemon like lemonade Beyonce is so different than all the single ladies Beyonce mm-hmm. and like but it's all still so good but like the dance for formation and like yeah. you know just watching it I was like it how do you make these 
how do you make your body look so effortless in doing something so incredible that literally if somebody else did it, it would not even look that cool. But when you do it, it just it looks like the most magical. Uh, it's just amazing. And, 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 and for me watching it, you know, the part in the movie where she talks about how hard pregnancy was for her and her, you know, preeclampsia and C-section, I was like, <laughs> and then to see her, to see her dancing like this, it's just so, I mean, not eating anything is perhaps a little bit weird, but like, yeah. it's just so inspiring to see uh-huh. like that you can have your body go through something as intense as, you know, two pregnancies, three kids. And then you can like do this with your body. I was so fucking moved by Hell it yeah. Totally, reason, totally. You know? I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, I didn't mean to, I don't mean to circle back around to Kim K just real fast though. <laughs> because I am loving on her as of right now. And I just feel like we have to talk about this before this episode is over. Uh, yeah. It's pretty awesome uh, what you're about to talk about. Yeah, and I just, I feel like she's if you now. don't know about it, everyone should know about <laughs> heel it. Heel turn. Anti heel turn. Face turn. She turned into a good guy. No. She is now, because I think a lot of people know that she's studying to become a lawyer herself. But over the past, and I know this is toilet flush area. We don't get into this area very often. We're not going to talk about it too much. I just want everyone to know that Kim Kardashian, over the past three months, has gotten 17 prisoners out of jail that were serving lifelong sentences with no parole for low-level drug offenses. And she's done it all on her own dime. That... It's kind of amazing. And to see the smiles on these guys' faces, there's, like, pictures accompanying, like, the different, you know, with the different things. And you're just like, my God, that's awesome. And everybody made fun of her visit to Trump. And this is the, you know, at least, like, this is what came, why she did that was to get this happening. Yes, and yeah. at least she's I mean, working on something that is for the greater good. And I just want to say, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, they've got so much money, and oh, they can do whatever the fuck they want. But you know what? Thank, I just want to throw out a thank you for doing something good and doing something positive that we see in the in the news because of that that's a very rare, and it just it, does, it makes my heart feel good. Yeah, well, this is what rich people should do with their money. You know, I think that n- nobody should have that much money without having without being able to put it back into you know the community and people and spread it out and help get people health insurance and stuff but if you got all that much money yeah fucking free some political prisoners or some prisoner you know get me health care prison abolition yeah. i need it i need the health care right now yeah okay? work on universal health care next but yeah i think it's it's awesome like i you know uh, Kanye's on. Obviously, I've defended Kanye a lot on the show. You less, have less interest. Well, before Trump, before Trump <laughs> yeah, was president, yeah, yeah. I was more interested in doing that. He's less bipolar. Less interested now, but uh, but I am <laughs> totally into Kim being into prison. I mean, not, she's not a prison abolitionist yet, but uh, she is into <laughs> criminal justice reform, and I think it's fantastic. I uh, <laughs> like Kim Kardashian prison abolition. I think that would be a <laughs> great not next a phrase. Step. Not a phrase I thought I would be hearing um, at any point, but uh, you know, God willing, I want to use my wizard powers and will. Yes, will use our wizard powers. I just want to see a shot, Jackie and Molly. I just want to see a shot of Kim Kardashian like pulling a lever and this huge gate opening and all these dudes in like <laughs> pinstripe prison suits, like classic style, just running, screaming across the field yeah. back into a city. <laughs> And then we're going, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> but everyone's flying because it's also done with magic! Magic! <laughs> 
But guys, it's already time for the list. Holy shit. Oh shit. Who's Sing to me. Got got the, the list. list. Sing for got me. Jackie, you got to have Jackie, that list. Jackie, got to have the list. I got to get used to singing Jackie. Got to have that list. Yeah, I got the list. Well, I was going to get into way more about my Tennessee trip, but don't worry, guys. It's not going anywhere. I'll tell you all about it next week because I wanted to get into weird laws in Tennessee. Because I went down, I, I found out when I when I first got here that apparently driver's ed is not a thing here. That it's something that you, like, it is something that families teach and, like, you learn from other people, but there's no actual enforced driver's ed, which also shows why um, I wouldn't say that they're the best drivers in the road I've ever seen, but also I don't drive. So I, I who am I to talk about this? But I thought that some of the laws that I was looking at were kind of fun after I looked that up. Because did you know? That uh, you can't use a lasso for fishing here? <laughs> did you know that? Did you guys know? Um, yeah, I actually did know that. That if you participate <laughs> in a duel, that you can't hold any public office in the state? Wow. Yeah. That's got to be disqualifying. That's got to be tough. That's got to That was rough. <laughs> in some, uh, this one I think is my favorite. Um, and Molly, I, I thought about you, which is actually why I wanted to say this list. So apparently in Memphis, it's technically still illegal for a woman to drive a car unless there is a man either running or walking in front of it, waving a red flag to warn approaching motorists and pedestrians. That a woman is coming? When a woman is driving a car. <laughs> because it... Because people thought they were bad at it. Because they're uh, bad at it. <laughs> Watch out. Watch the fuck out. You know, good for that guy for putting his life in danger by standing in front of that car with the a woman beast in it. A woman driving a car? Oh, Whoops, I can't drive. I hit the accelerator and I hit that guy standing in front of me waving a red flag. I killed him. I murdered that man. God, I'd love to see old-timey Molly. Oh, how badly would I love to see Molly dealing with the... With a, a world in like the 1920s. This was probably back when cars were so, you know, like little prop cars, they couldn't actually run anybody over. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of bump, just bump your butt. Just bump that man and be like, shut up. I'm a fine driver. <laughs> Apparently, oral sex, giving and receiving oral sex, is still prohibited by law. Mm-hmm. For, for both? All genders? I, I mean, it just says oral sex, so I guess, you know, if no one can have it, then no one can have it. And that's kind of yeah. nice, though. Can you, but you, can you eat a fucking ass? I guess so. I, or I think that, wait, eating an ass I, is still oral sex, right? I think that that's still Oh, is that oral still oral sex? sex? I mean, it depends on who, you know, some people have their weird definitions of what sex is Mm -hmm. and say like, well, I'm a virgin except I've done anal or whatever. But I think that if, I think that what, in what the kind of modern consensus of what sex is, yes. How about this? That is sex. Could you draw a mouth on an ass and then fuck the ass? Ooh. But then I think then it's extra oral sex because (laughs) the mouth, because the ass is a mouth, right? Right, right. I think you can still be Christian though if you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it's like it's like it's just like getting your, your dick sucked off for sure. <laughs> also, this goes for you, um, Holden. No males can be sexually aroused in public. Oh, that's that's impossible. It's illegal. <laughs> so why don't you stay away from the Kid Rock Steakhouse that's downtown? Because I know you're gonna go with it and you go Bing, a bing, bing, bing. Are there attractive women at the Kid Rock 
steakhouse? Or is there a like a sprinkler there that can get yeah, mildly wet? Someone's getting mildly wet. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, I'm gonna send you the city, you guys. You're the ones with the vaginas. You don't get mildly wet or like you're sitting, you know what I mean? You're at the beach and you get out. And it's it's like drying off, but it's still moist, and you don't no, get. No, I, I think that's where around. I get rashes. Like that makes me want like a, yeah, like yeah. baby powder. You're supposed to not sit in a wet bathing suit for or a just long slip time. slopping on dishes. My hands are all wet, and I'm just like, wow, wetness is fun. Wetness is, reminds me of things. Wetness Boy. is fun. I, I made a judgmental face at you just now, which I shouldn't have, and I yeah, take it back. you're shaming me right now. I'm really sorry. <laughs> your wetness, did, your wetness arousal, make, shaming me right now. I made a really judgmental face, okay. and I wish I had. Uh, yeah, but I, I get it. Okay, the moment I said I was a Taylor Swift fan, all of a sudden, shame. everything that comes out of my mouth is a source of crude shame. <laughs> Just, it's the cross <laughs> I bear in this country as a white man, Molly. Oh, the biggest funny what is this is. picture you standing at a sink with palm olive on your hands, like, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> this is wet. And you know what this reminds me of? Boy, yoy, yoing. It's not even full on, though. It's like a halfy that I could then take to fruition. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. remove myself from it. So then, so you wash the dishes and then you fuck your wife? Uh, actually, that maybe, makes you the best husband of all yeah, time. Yeah, Honestly, actually, I think that, that if... I'm also admitting that I regularly do the dishes, if which you is do the 100% dishes, true. And if you enjoy... I, I Dishes is my least favorite chore, and so if more it did turn the, me on... More, more than cleaning the bathroom? Cleaning the bathroom, I mean... I hate cleaning the top I clean I feel like I have to clean the bathroom you know <laughs> once a week ideally last you can get away with it dishes you got to do every day yeah you, you know? know what dishes is like my post run or first thing in the morning zone out activity that I can like feel like I accomplished something without actually putting my brain to anything yeah that's what I like about doing the dishes and the wetness and how aroused. <laughs> also, I get really horny. Weirdly, when I hey, another request for page seven. Uh, this is gonna be great for page seven Facebook page. What weird thing gets you oddly aroused? Sure, yeah, household chore. What I think weird we household chore? Specify it to household or like chore. daily activity or weekly activity do you do? And it just reminds you that sex is possible in the world. Ooh, all right, yeah. Let's yeah. I think that's good. Open. We should round about back on this next week because technically yeah. this is the end of our episode although yeah, technically man. in Tennessee you would also be thrown out of most bars because um, bar owners can't let patrons make loud and unusual noises which I think is all of the things that you do Holden yes yeah, so you, you can't make noises like <laughs> you can't make noises like <laughs> that's when you know Holden's really drunk Stay out of Tennessee. You know, you gotta. At least if you're doing dishes, you're probably in private, not in public. But someone kick him out of the bar. I'll leave when I want to leave. I will say we're not going to be kicking Holden McNeely off of page seven anytime soon. Uh oh. I want to say officially. Holden, welcome to page seven. Thank Holden you. is now taking over for Marcus's position on page seven. I think you all have noticed that we've been kind of interchanging, especially as last podcast is working on a million things. And now yes. we officially can say that Holden is a part of us. Part of us. He's a part of us. Thank you. I hope I don't ruin the show for your <laughs> fans that like Marcus and that I, I promise I won't talk about Taylor Swift too much. 
and I'll bring the fun, and I'll bring the noise, and I'll bring the funk. Remember that musical, Bring in the Noise, Bring in the Funk? Bring by the way, in the funk. Absolutely. I just remembered that the other day. I was like, weird. That's, where did, <laughs> what happened to that thing? Well, anyway, well, you're in the right place, because that's just the type of stuff we like to talk about here, here on, on Page 7. seven. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, it is an absolute honor and a privilege to join the team. Um, and I'm looking forward to the quarterly reports, and I really do like our trajectory and do think we're going to see some serious numbers in the future. Whoa, um, whoa, and whoa, <laughs> very serious. This is, I have, I I'm bringing know. in some schematics and some charts next week, which we will fully describe for our listeners in the podcast Good, about yeah. our four-year plan for the next um gubernatorial race yeah we're gonna put we're gonna release all of our many powerpoint presentations that obviously we have every single week to discuss and i'm looking forward to that i'm also looking forward to doing our first lpn live Live show show. yeah that's gonna be a wild wild ride i'm so excited we're just starting to talk about what we're even gonna do uh it's pretty amazing it's gonna be so it's gonna be so much fun wizard and the bruiser page seven live on stage uh at the bell house which is like maybe my favorite venue in uh all of new york to do a show i'm so i'm so excited we got this fucking venue um, but we got a lot of tickets to sell. So if you are interested in coming, please go ahead and get online. Um, I'm sure there'll be a what, what a link in the bio or something. Yeah, Jackie. and the, yeah, there'll be a link. Uh, there'll be a link underneath the show today, and as well as all the shows up until June 9th. It's be June 9th. It is a Sunday. Tickets are 25 bucks, and it's going to be Wizard of the Bruiser and Page Seven coming together. It's going to be. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know it's going to be a lot of fun, and I know it's not just going to be us sitting in front of microphones on a stage. That is a guarantee. We are building a show. We have already started this. The process of working on it so just know yeah it's not just going to be your your standard like pod, uh, podcast live show where we just kind of like loose easy breezy like we're gonna it's gonna be a production and we hope you guys will come out i'm so excited to merge these two things i'm so excited to just like see how the page seven crowd reacts to was in the bruiser stuff and how was the bruiser crowd reacts to page i just i just i'm so giddy about this yeah show. it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing oh, i yeah. am so stoked also the tick- link to the tickets is also in my instagram bio that is at jack that worm on instagram my name is jackie sabrowski and i want to say that i love you guys very much and i'm very excited to start working with and continue to work with Holden McNeely. Ah, love you too. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, Molly. Are you excited too? How pregnant are you? I feel like we should start asking you that every week. How I'm, pregnant is she? I'm 23 <laughs> weeks pregnant, and I am so excited to be working with Holden every week in the studio, and I even... I'm excited, despite the fact that we were in a huge fight all day. <laughs> I, at various points in the past hour, have truly hated Molly, and I have also, what is call her, one of my closest friends. That's I, how amazing of a roller coaster emotionally this has been. Beyonce fans are too mean, but that's completely fine. That's not your fault, Molly. I, that is a, a is a beehive you can kick on your own. And <laughs> that's navigate. what it is. It's kicking a beehive. <laughs> it is. It literally. literally is. Well, now I guess not literally. Figuratively. Love Figuratively. you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.